0: Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys?
1: We are great.
2: great. It is quiet down in the basement. It's lovely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I still trip out that you guys filmed down there with everything that you had happen. Oh, we should take her on a walk over to the well. We can do that at the end.
1: Yeah, we'll unplug everything and honestly, no,
0: it
2: is the biggest letdown. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is it really? People get in their minds like what it looks like, and it's like it's in the ground, and there is a piece of slate on top of it. Yeah, and we I... have
1: like a five-foot-long slate rock just yeah. on the floor. It's how the house it's... came. Like, <laughs> yeah. like
2: that's how they used to cover it back yeah. in the day, you know? Like, yeah. so we never changed it, and I just kind of painted it over <laughs> so it looks like it's part of the floor. Hey, I would just... I would do the same thing, and I would put furniture over it so nobody ever touched it. I actually (laughs) have a piece. There's like a wooden bench over there. I'm like, well, no one can go there now. (laughs) But he took pictures of it before. Um, I do.
1: Yeah. He actually has pictures of
2: it it, um, from before he painted it and before it got blessed because it looks like something you'd see out of like the ring then. like, It definitely looks horror-esque, but now our basement's wonderful. This is a picture. Now, I want you to know that my basement does not look this horrifying anymore. Yeah, we renovated
1: (laughs) it last (laughs) summer. Last summer, we renovated okay, this. Okay. so yeah, fine. Years
2: after the fear of it. Okay, so here you go. All right, so... So can so you see it?
1: There's the well.
0: Oh, my gosh. It's just a hole.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so if you actually look down into it, it it's actually full of water. You can water, see the
1: water right there. And it's
2: beautiful uh, mason work all the way down. Like, it's absolutely gorgeous, except for the part that it's haunted. You know, apart from that, <laughs> it's actually very beautiful. Yeah. That's um, crazy. And then the slate that's there, um, that's what okay. is on top of it. And then they actually built that shelving unit on top of that. So
1: <laughs> yeah, they cut the <laughs> so they bottom were to part. Keep
2: it too. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, they cut the bottom part of that middle support beam so it would fit over yeah. the slate
2: that's why I didn't okay. know that it was there for years I thought it was just the because I'm used to old fashioned houses like oh the floor is uneven over there alright whatever you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Moving on. I didn't know that we had a well so the joke is wow. you know if zombie apocalypse comes we're gonna be able to survive because we have lots of water <laughs> we'll just get a demon but what's scarier zombies or
0: demons I don't know yeah. <laughs> well that's okay I always say I'm gonna be the queen of the zombies because of how many people I had to vaccinate so <laughs> well, that's <laughs> yeah. true yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
2: so wh- as as a nurse, what do you actually do? Are you an LPN, a, an RN, like a nurse practitioner? In, nurse?
0: in California, we're known as LVNs, so it's the same as an LPN out okay. there. Okay. Okay. Um, so I call myself a glorified drug dealer Yeah. because yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much what we're doing. Um, but out here in California, they made so many changes to the system that we used to be able to be allowed in hospitals, but the RNs didn't like us there because we could do too much of their job. Mm. Um, so you they think they'd be happy with that? And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they pushed us out and realized very quickly how much they needed us, and now they're trying to get us back in. But I work in a skilled nursing facility now, um, so it's it's all um, elderly. Okay. And I spent six years in an Alzheimer's dementia unit, so completely locked-in unit. So when you yeah. guys were talking about Pinhurst, I was like, oh! <gasps>
3: That's, oh, that's finish, that's finish.
0: <laughs> Good, because we're gonna talk about Eastern State next and I need to
2: ask my medical experts. <laughs> Not a problem. Because you mentioned so. the, the water bath stuff, and they actually did that at Eastern State. I was looking up some imp- more information as we prepare for mm-hmm. that. And I was like, guys, okay, so I got a question for Jackie for that one. Alright.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's for later. Well, and it's funny though because we still use a lot of those practices. It's not technically a water bath, but if you think about it, like athletes when they they work out, they do their ice bath, and you know. And then of course, a doctor when you hurt something, they tell you ice it and heat it. So you because the ice helps take away the swelling, but the heat helps bring the blood to relieve the muscles. So So, fun
2: fact: I did. I never really thought about the heat thing. A couple weeks mm -hmm. ago, I'm I believe my kitchen's (laughs) out to coming down, not my basement. Um, so a couple weeks ago, Eli or Alex had his magic tracks out in the kitchen and oh, <laughs> I hit one and I went sliding across the entire floor mm-hmm. and I fell on top of his stool. Yeah. His step stool. Step stool. Yeah. And I cracked my elbow right here bad enough that I went down and the pain was very reminiscent of when I actually fractured my elbow years ago and worked at Burger King when I was in college. And so I go, <sighs> And Sophie comes running. She's like, Mom, are you okay? I'm like, go get daddy, Go get daddy," Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't like blood. And I wasn't going to look because it hurt bad enough. I was like, I must have, like, broken it. And there must be blood squirting. Like, I just, in my mind, I had, like, this horrible fear. He goes upstairs and I go, is there any blood? No. All right, good. All right. So <laughs> I was able to look at myself. Um, so I thought that we had – I had actually, like, you know, given a hairline fracture. I was like, I have to go to work tomorrow. I'm not going to worry about this till later. (laughs) (laughs) So it wasn't until Saturday that it wasn't getting better and it was a lot of pain. I was like, fine, I'll go to urgent care after like a week. Um, And she said, you know, even if there isn't a hairline fracture, it's definitely a bone bruise. So I want you to go home and you've tried icing it all week. Obviously it hasn't helped because like the bruise that I had was an entire teardrop around my entire, entire arm. It was crazy. Oh my god! And you could see exactly where I hit my bone. Like it was very obvious that she's like, there's a bone bruise. But she's like, go home and actually take a really hot shower or a hot bath and get it under heat. Because she's like, I think at this point, if you use heat, it's going to make it feel better faster. And it was, it was insane. I had never, yeah. I didn't even think about heat because, like, I've never put heat on
1: broken things before.
2: Yeah. It's always she, been. She's nice.
1: like, I, just thinking about it makes me nauseous. I don't want to do this right no. now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tommy's been crazy. No,
0: she told you the truth. <laughs> Darn these nurses and their doctors knowing things. But- yeah, we don't admit that doctors know anything, so <laughs> we my, tell them what to do. <laughs> my
2: joke is, do you ever take care of children? Because you're an um, LVN, that, right?
0: Yeah, that was the that's the specialty I wanted to go into, but I actually, when I started working there, I fell in love with the patients and the and the. The mental illnesses that it was just that was my that was my place so i i mean i take care of my own kids but of course i'm the mom get up brush it off it's okay move on yeah
2: well i ask so i'll make a joke you're an lvn out there so i think licensed veterinary nurse which honestly you could treat children now. so <laughs> <laughs> Am how, I different not, is uh, how different <laughs> that's is that's it that's good <laughs> thank you well wasn't it sophie she told me she said she wanted to be a veterinarian but oh. then only for five-year-olds and i go you're not wrong. Because <laughs> in kindergarten, they have like, like what do you be when you grow up? And she's like, I want to be a veterinarian. She meant pediatrician. But only yeah. for five-year-olds. And I go, yes. You're correct. very close. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Pretty much the same thing. What? They're scratching all over the place. They're crazy. <laughs> Being in corners, you know. Anywho. So it's lovely to meet you now that we're done joking around. So what questions do you have for us at the end? But first... I did- Oh, I'm going yeah. to talk to you no, first. Go ahead. No, go ahead, go
0: ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because I find you go fascinating.
2: Ahead. I love when people actually, like, talk to humans, <laughs>
1: yeah. like, not just
2: listening to oh, our podcast.
1: It's such a one-sided yeah. relationship because, <laughs> like, we see that people are listening, but no one ever writes in. And we're like, we want we to know what you're here. You know, like, what? why are you listening we, so we can cater to that? Finland, and... you
2: listen to every
0: single episode. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet you.
1: How do you find us? That's yeah. like, That's one thing I'm um, very curious about.
0: Honestly, I was listening to Amy Brennan's The Haunted Places that she has, and I got really sick of her, same old, same old, going through the same... And I was just like, okay, Amy, I get it. You find a ghost everywhere you go. Um, Yeah. So then I came across another one. It was um, a priest is doing a uh, podcast with another guy about his exorcisms that he does. Mm. And some of those kind of freaked me out a little bit. So I was like, okay, let me back off. Let me find something else. It's too real, too real. I was like this is way too I know this no. <laughs> uh, so then I saw yours and I was like what is the well house? So I hit it and then when I started listening to you guys at first it took me a little bit to get through the first couple of episodes I, yeah, because they, of the audio. They're, yeah. They're a mess. Yeah. yeah. We admit that. Yeah, I was like I can't hear what they're saying and the volume was all the way up in my car. Um so then after that I was just hooked. It was so you guys I listen to you guys on iHeartRadio and okay. um, all the way to work and all the way home. So <laughs> <laughs> we well, live in Cali, right? So it was like
2: a 10-hour drive to work every day or because wasn't it Dan lived Many out miles. there, and to get like half a mile was like forever. yeah
1: in L A when he uh, he worked like in uh, at Warner Brothers and you know if he started at nine he would leave at like seven in the morning to get there because the rush hour and, and all it was that. like
2: around the corner yeah he was him. he
1: was like yeah he was five miles away I think
2: my brain like I can't imagine like sitting in traffic
0: that long. <laughs> I live, I live 26 miles away from where I work and it can take anywhere on a good day. It takes me about 30 minutes and yep. on a really bad day, it can take me two and a half hours. And it depends on if it's a fatality, cause then it can take me oh, all
4: day. Geez. So, and then
0: I'm stuck because you're stuck in between yeah. off ramps and you can't even get off.
1: Yeah. For me, so. I, I drive 32 miles to work and on a bad day, it takes me 45 minutes to get home
0: it's
2: funny. Is yesterday? Yeah, we drove to uh, to Berwick. To so we wanted to go to like this <laughs> one place in Berwick, and we're driving home. she's like, "I think we'll take the interstate," and I go, "Well, you know, there it is shut down uh, by Light Street." and He's like, "Oh, we'll be fine," and we're stuck in traffic for what ten minutes. I was like, yeah, I "It was can't two do miles,
1: this. and I was dying." We
2: were we were dying. <laughs> we're like, we cannot do this. <laughs> we should have taken the side roads. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Like, just thinking, like, country versus city. And it wasn't city. even gridlock. We were just no, slowly moving. we were moving and... the whole time, but I was just like, oh, this is, like, Philly to me. I can't. When we go to the beach, we go through Philly, and I'm just like, mm, to find a place to get off the road. Like, <laughs> turn on waves. We're going, we're going through
0: the side roads. I can't. Oh. Yeah, I, have, I have serious road rage. Everybody can see me in the car, but it's like, <laughs> thank God they can't hear me. But, yeah. I'm like, if you were just standing your lane, this would not be happening. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But yeah, Um. um yeah. actually, a- after you messaged us, I, it made me think, I was like, we should probably put a disclaimer up. So we recorded a little blurb like, hey, our audio is not great, but stick with us and <laughs> yeah. it gets better. I and heard- we put that heard- at the <laughs> beginning.
0: Yeah, yeah, I read that somewhere, and I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do yeah.
2: this. <laughs> well, it's because of you that you, you best. I'm like, tell her to just pump through the first four, and then it's good to go. Yep.
3: Because
2: mm-hmm. um, even though the Jack, like, again, we were getting used to our audio, and we didn't have the good tech we had now. Because this podcast was never meant to last. It was – this was actually a side quest on my part, because I thought it'd be nice for our um, Just to our document our story. But to also and... learn, like, who we were behind yeah. everybody – like, behind the – I don't know the audio. The I guess because you don't see us really, you know, <laughs> we're not behind the screen. Um, so we do danger and dice, and PJ does uh, games, games overboard. overboard. And it's like well, let's do like a yeah. side thing where we talk about like our experiences, just so like they know who we are, and we could just do some. We were going to do interviews with everybody like interviews with Laura and Ray and whatever, and then this just like. Took off, and like this is actually our most popular of all of our podcasts. By far. Which is crazy yeah. <laughs> because it wasn't meant to last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is why we didn't really try on those Sometimes first. Co- come out of- I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But again, those first episodes, we weren't really <laughs> trying, you know, because we were focusing on yeah. d and focusing on Games Overboard. And Games Overboard is still our baby. Like, we've still, everything's on Facebook. We asked, like, for people for, for Kickstarter to come Do interview with us. Yeah. We've we interviewed Jamie Stagmeier. Like, we've done so well. You <sighs> had interviewed. That was
1: my favorite. He's
2: so hot. Like, I don't even. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't have to a fangirl. I my okay. husband's right here. I can't look at him because Jamie Stegmaier. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> I love you so much.
1: <laughs> oh, you should have seen her when like, cause I, he posts weekly on uh, twice weekly on his uh, YouTube channel. And, um, And he's the CEO of this multi-million-dollar corporation, things like that. And uh, I
2: imagine this old like dude, like I don't know, or like like a nerd. I know he
1: pops on the screen on the Zoom meeting, and (laughs) Shannon's just like, (laughs) 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 it was so great.
2: I turn him and I go, "You didn't tell me he was good looking. I can't get through this." (laughs) <laughs> and then he told me he had a girlfriend. And I'm like, your girlfriend Megan. Tell her she did a great job. <laughs> tell Megan excellent choice. <laughs> I was like sweating. I was like, I can't be here. And he loves cats. <laughs> yep. So. Anywho, so you're in California. So we, we love going on the side comments here. You found us randomly. We appreciate that. Back to exorcisms. So my our one of our favorite priests mm-hmm. who actually married us, he was going to be an exorcist priest. But he told us he was in the, yeah, he our story. He studied in Rome mm-hmm. and everything. But he said when he was there, it was so real for him that he just couldn't complete it. He said they went to one house and they were there to exorcise the house, not the person. Right? I think so. Yeah. It's, it's, this is... 12, how old are we now? Or we got married, about 13-ish <laughs> years ago? I don't remember. Oh, our anniversary's coming up in a it week. Is. Oh, happy anniversary. <laughs> I have to buy a present. Uh, 13 years... So th- do I.
3: <laughs>
4: Lucky
2: 13. Um, so he... But he told us when he was here doing our... You know, the first of our blessings that it wasn't going to do anything. You know, their are Band-Aids. But he said they're they're they exercising a house. And as they were saying, the Our Father bloody handprints just went up the walls and like up the wall and like there's a ceiling there to a second story (laughs) and it kept going through the ceiling you you couldn't see it but you you got the idea that went through the ceiling up up, up, up. And he's like, Yeah, I was out of that. He's like, I helped, I prayed, and then I left. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he, he just couldn't finish it out that. And then
1: I prayed some more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wow. No. Our me. exorcism was much more boring than yeah, that. Yeah,
2: much more boring. There was no blood streaming f- yeah. from Sci fi Channel
1: was not interested in our story for a reason. They
2: were interested. <laughs> they were for, to a point. That was until the they exorcism. Got, they got canceled, though. They did. Yeah, they it canceled. did. Like, yeah, it was like, It got canceled. Yeah. I remember. I heard that one. Yeah, we were a back burner. <laughs> have been cool yeah
1: well it doesn't help that we were interviewed literally the day after the family from the conjuring was on tv like they're on wednesday night and thursday morning we interviewed with them and we're like dude we can't compete
2: (laughs) put us on right after one of your terrible werewolf episodes and we're cool like we'll look so awesome (laughs) but do not put us up against the conjuring like that's just not fair oh no no we did not float in the air no one pulled our hair that we know of yeah if they did it was that's, i thought it was
3: that's children a that's yeah. a good thing
2: yeah <laughs> we'll take it
0: i'm still a little I sort can, of at my i can imagine seeing what you saw in the
2: basement well, mm-hmm. and fun fact that we're sitting right, right where it happened oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, we are in the spot where the figure Oh my gosh. Was. Yeah. Um, it, start, it was here. Because I, I was over at the washing
2: machine, so like, and we'll take you for a little bit of a walk. It looks very nice down here now. You'll see the bright lights and we'll probably burn your eyes. I apologize. <laughs> but I was by the washing machine right over, of course, I'm pointing <laughs> off the screen, so right over there. Let me uh, rotate. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. But I was I was <laughs> over in that right. area.
1: So yeah, circled all the way around and yeah. then that, and it was making its way that way when she bolted up well, the Well, and it,
2: this is the exact location where I realized if I don't get the heck out of here, I'm locked in here because our chimney stack is right there and it was coming right around the chimney where I was and I wouldn't be able to leave so this is the exact location where my brain went get (laughs) and I got (laughs) so so yeah this is the but like I'm not even like afraid of it now now that it's painted it has a different and of course after the exorcism like it feels so different but even before it was exercise I don't want to be down here anyway like I came down to do laundry because mama needs clean clothes but like that was it I did not hang out down here Mm
1: -hmm. I can't watch horror movies down here yet
2: we watched Not, the witch down here.
1: Well, I was with people. I'm saying like on my oh, own, okay. like because you don't. She doesn't watch horror movies that much, so I'll watch them upstairs on the big screen TV. Well, and I fall asleep. <laughs> you fall asleep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like scary movies. I just like sleep more. Yeah. <laughs> if you could watch but like them. <laughs> there's some
1: movies that you'll just like no like uh, like yeah that you won't. If it involves go near. children,
2: I won't. I just can't.
1: Yeah. Well, even like Hell House. I've been trying to get you to watch that one for a on couple that years. that one. It's a okay. So there's a really cool one. Uh, it's on YouTube. Jackie doesn't you. It's on YouTube and it's on Amazon Prime and it's like a. Found <laughs> this is us
2: all the time, by yeah. the way. This is not us acting. This it's a found
1: like... footage movie. Uh,
2: <laughs> but it's fake.
1: Oh yeah, it's definitely okay. Fake. But it's filmed in PA in a uh, what's supposed to be a real haunted hotel. And there's so a
2: haunted hotel. Oh cool. Yeah, is it's, it it's about or
1: what? Where is it?
2: I want to put you on the spot. Stanton.
1: Stanton is, is that a place? I Stanton it's, is a place. Stand, yes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> it's but anyways, um, so the, the premise of the movie is that these people are put making like a walkthrough haunted house uh, oh, for Halloween. Oh, this one,
3: yeah. Oh, I've seen
1: uh, that one. Yeah. Okay, you saw that one. <laughs> so, well, now I have one. to watch it because Jackie's seen so it. So, good. Seen it's so it. good. Is it good? Except for the end. The end isn't. It's is gory. Kind of dumb.
2: See. it's it's just the end
1: is the end is it just like
2: one of those like slaughter fests at the end just to be scary because like i don't see i have a thing pj wants to do an episode Well, that's
1: my issue with silent hill
2: yeah about all about our the the scary movies because (laughs) i just i get annoyed by movies that try to have some kind of story so what's that movie it follows
1: it follows. And it was
2: about, like, you know, STDs and too much sex. Like, it was so obvious what they were doing that was just annoying. Like, I don't... It was me- very heavy-handed. I just want to be scared. I don't want a life lesson. Mm-hmm. And then there was that one, like, with the... um the uh, Some type te- technology. And it, the, the overall premise was technology can hurt you and social media is bad. Unfriended. <clears throat> that one. Unfriended, so, like, yeah. Or the ones where, like, the story ends and then... oh, I'm kidding. Like, surprise, this person's <laughs> still alive. It's so, like, mom, why did you end that way? <laughs> Like, it could have Paranormal ended. Paranormal Activity. Yeah, I just... The oh,
1: ending of that one was... Spielberg made the ending scared. of that one, which makes sense.
2: Like, I just need Stephen King to do every scary movie, and I'll be fine.
1: But his endings are bad.
2: Not for The Shining.
1: <laughs> okay, The Shining was good.
2: Doctor Sleep. <laughs> so I understand. If you read Pet Cemetery, that is a good ending.
0: Hmm.
2: Not the movie. Fight me.
0: Movies are never as good as the books, so... <laughs> yeah.
2: But I think I told you, like, it was in the one of the, the episodes, like, I don't... I can't watch that movie with the creepy house and Insidious.
1: Insidious. Because of the, the baby piano monitor. part of the baby monitor.
2: Like, so some things do trigger PTSD for mm-hmm. me, and, like, I don't want to watch them. It's going to obviously upset me. Yeah. So... But I guess since you Where left, I feel
1: vindicated by that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, we're looking for a movie that actually showcases the fear that you have in a haunted house. Like that that underlying mm-hmm. deep-seated constant nagging worry that never goes away. Yeah. Is that how you'd word it?
1: Yeah. For me, it's like knowing that you are not alone in the house when you when you are alone, you know, like knowing that there's something else there with you. The the early I said this in one of our early episodes, like the first 20 minutes of paranormal activity really nail it Mm -hmm. because like, you know, they're just lying in bed and you hear keys falling on the floor, you know, like downstairs somewhere. And, you know, it's just that little reminder that you're not alone in the house. You know, you think you are, but you're not. And things like that are just perfect. And, I want a movie that does that and doesn't get all bombastic and everything, but then you wouldn't really have an exciting movie.
3: So... <laughs> which, is, which is why we weren't chosen for,
2: you know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That, yeah, that's that's it.
2: No, but it's true like that. Like, I want to get a shower and be alone. Like, I don't want to think that something's looking through, like, something at me. Yeah. Like, you don't want to, I've had three kids. You don't want to see
0: this? Trust <laughs> me. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I've got the mirror's fog when I get out of the shower. Anywho. So, so it's more like, is it more like an anxiety? a good question.
2: Uh, See, because like we're teachers, so we're used to people looking mm-hmm. at us. And you're a yeah. nurse, so you're used to having patience. Yeah, like, it's, you, it's just so you're that, never alone.
1: It's just that what? knowledge, uh, you know, that feeling of being watched all the time.
2: And you can, you know how uh, you can yeah, feel that. you're being watched, you can feel it, and you turn like there's that person staring at you. You know how you get that mm-hmm.
0: feeling? It's that all the time so it's yeah. like it's like anxiety and paranoia put together yeah yeah, yeah. but you're not, so it's not paranoid it's, it's not, <laughs> but it's, it causes a paranoia yeah. because you look over and nothing's there and it's like where are they what happened where did yeah. they go? What
1: yeah. is it go yeah am i just imagining it you know and yeah.
2: you feel like I, I felt like i was going crazy and like no one believed me you know mm,
1: it was really vindicating when it happened during our halloween party uh, because like finally that. like you know <laughs> other people saw it oh <laughs> uh.
2: i feel terrible but i was like
0: does everybody <laughs> want to stay anybody it's not time for you guys to go yeah did laura and ray believe you guys when you were telling them all this stuff did, Oh yeah yeah
1: yeah like <laughs> okay. they believed they just they couldn't process it you know they they had
0: their own problems at their own they
1: house. had their own things for sure yeah right. but, they
2: felt bad for us well, but yeah. they're, they're like listen we got our own thing <laughs> <laughs> like it's calling the cops on ray like we gotta deal with this and like but you know what's interesting his mom and his dad never believed they, they didn't believe us initially
0: they lived there they lived in the house so right? yeah dad, this the whole
2: family I love this house because everyone's lived here <laughs> like literally everybody's lived here um so PJ's parents bought the house in 89 and so Laura Jen who is a part of liminal unlimited and uh Laura okay. they, they all live here yeah we're, we're all around um but so they lived here obviously they grew up here and like so, uh, Laura said she's had her own stories about the place. Jen never really had anything happen in here. Like she has no memory yeah, of anything no. ever happening. And PJ's parents will say like things went missing, but when you have a house full of kids, you just assume they the just kids blame took you it. it on us, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Which I blamed it on PJ initially, so I, I totally get it. I,
1: I blame the stuff I experienced on me being just a stupid little kid half the time. Like,
2: well, it, you hang out with Dan, so.
1: The before I hung out with Dan,
2: <laughs> I hope Dan listens to this. If will If we no,
1: <laughs> Dan doesn't listen to any of the podcasts.
2: <laughs> he does all the recordings. I know he's a co-host
1: of one of them, and he doesn't re- listen. He doesn't oh. like listening to his voice.
2: Oh, oh, hmm. okay. Well, yeah. Hmm. Too bad. <laughs> when you have to edit, you're like, oh, I sound like that. All right, fine. Yeah, you get used to it. Yeah, just kind of suck it up and go. Oh, you YouTube videos much. are
1: hard because I don't like. That I'm getting used to is looking at my own face while I'm talking.
2: doesn't bother me. I mean, <laughs> look at this. No. <laughs> I did enough like rec- videos for my students that I'm just used to seeing my face and I just ignore it. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Yeah. So then Jen moved out because she went to college and she got a house or apartment or whatever and she was gone for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, she married mm-hmm. her first husband. But then Laura moved back here with Ray because they moved into the attic. Yep. And so stuff had happened here with them. They bought their house. They moved out. Jen moved back in um, with Simon, our nephew. And then Kyle moved in and they had Jack and they moved out. Kyle had something happened here, too.
1: Yeah. Kyle had some stories. He He shared them.
2: Yeah. Which I'm sure she's heard them. But PJ's parents, like, up to the (laughs) day, like, your mom passed away, like, Nothing ever happened in this house to her. And she holds yeah. probably because she just, like, was always saying the rosary and...
1: Yeah, she didn't... Yeah, well, and she just... Like the exorcist said, it just targeted people and it just yeah didn't go near her. It was me, mostly. Yeah,
2: because you're the youngest. As the youngin'. And... You knew one. You knew one. So I got. Anyway.
0: You were the baby. I was <laughs> just, you boy at the time.
2: Yeah, and you were skinny and you had health issues. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Anyway, and then I moved in. It's like, oh, well, hello. <laughs> you think you like Jesus? Well, let me, let me hop in here and scare you a little bit. i sure
4: you different. Joke's on you. I
2: believe in Jesus even more now, so. <laughs> that proved you wrong, demon. <laughs> but it was actually, but, you know, even, like, with the exorcism, it was so good. It felt so good to have someone here that, like, understood.
1: And Yeah, no one who, like, questioned it or, like. Even our friends who never questioned it to our face, you know, they... <laughs> we we just knew that they didn't quite believe it. Yeah. Uh, so it was... That was nice, yeah.
2: But I just... Uh, Father Zeta... But I can say his name now because, like, they he went public. They 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 used to actually hide exorcist priests because they're like the cool kids, mm-hmm. I guess, in Catholicism. Yeah. So you want to talk to them? Um, But they went public because he's done a lot. They they have to. Uh, there's just a lot of demons with popping every, up.
1: Well, yeah, and with <laughs> everything in the Catholic Church right now, I think they're just <laughs> mm-hmm. full transparency everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um.
2: Yeah. But yeah. he was great. Like he listened to Eli and let us translate because Eli's speech was still terrible then. Um. But he never naysayed Eli. He he believed Eli. Mm-hmm. Everything that Eli said. Like mm-hmm. Eli said, I have it's like a bad nightmare, and I it, it's like a bad video game, and I can't play. Like it it forces me to do things that I don't want to do. And when asked like what does it make you do, Eli would always cry. He wouldn't answer. And so to this day, we have no idea what it was making Eli do in his nightmares. Bye. Which makes me sad.
1: Fortunately, he doesn't remember it. Though. Yeah, he
2: has no memory now. So we're not even going to ask. Yeah. But yeah, no. So it, it just kind of, that makes that heart, we get like, it, it breaks your heart as a yeah. mom to not be able to right? protect your kids.
1: Sophie's almost 12 and she barely remembers it.
2: Yeah, we won't tell her about what happened in her room either. Because <laughs> <laughs> her room's a scary one. Yeah. Although with the, all the um, audio stuff, all the baby monitor stuff came out of Eli's room. So
0: mm-hmm. Honestly, what are you going to do when they find when they find your podcast like let's say they get older they, and they know start it exists and they back they have no uh-huh. interest in my podcast
1: yeah they don't they don't <laughs> they care
2: they don't care about my podcast they're not they're not
0: teenagers yet, so they're going to try and find stuff to blackmail you. (laughs) Sophie is a teenager,
2: and she has expressed interest, and I asked her if she wanted to come on and do a recording at some point, but she doesn't want to be, like, on screen. She just want to hear herself talk. She's very self-conscious. Eli has zero interest in the paranormal (laughs) because he's afraid of it, and I think that comes out of him. He knows that the exorcist did prayers over him and put oil on him, so he knows that something happened. He just can't remember what it was. Um, So he has he's afraid of scary movies like sophie now wants to watch the shining and the conjuring and i'm like oh yeah girl we got this let's do it let's watch all the <laughs> scary movies and uh he's like but don't turn this sound up too loud i'm gonna go upstairs to my room and i don't want to hear any screaming <laughs> so like <laughs> he will never listen to my podcast sophie um you know she has alexa in her room she just be like alexa play the newest whatever don't listen to me. We have one in the basement, so she's going to yell at me soon. <laughs> oh. I'm like, no, she's always listening. Um, she's so <laughs> she's always on. There are but they're our new demon. Uh So she she might, you know, and I'm not really worried about it because she's at an age where I think she'll just ask more questions and she won't yeah. be scared by yeah. it. But, yeah. But you know, Alex wasn't even wasn't even born, so. <laughs> <laughs> like, cool, I'm, he's already a demon. He'd be like, Well, that was me before he's I was such born. He's a monster, he is. Oh, my I love gosh. him, but he's. I look at him and I go, There's our kid because Eli is so wonderful and so perfect, like, just the sweetest. Yeah, I don't even like He's an angel sent from heaven. Like, I mean, and I'm this is not our parenting, we just got lucky. <laughs> I don't know what it is. He's just a good kid, yeah. And he, PJ tells a really good joke about it because Eli, for longest time, I think he still has in his head, he wants to be a gamer ninja priest. And I said, go for it. But PJ <laughs> said...
1: Oh, I, I said that he, there's no way he could handle being a priest because like they'd go into the confessional and they'd tell him something. He'd go, oh, you did what? Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> I don't know what kind of penance to give you. I hope God forgives you. <laughs> oh, i' like so I could true. see him saying all that. I could just see it.
2: I'm crying. I'm so sorry. I'm so- I can't believe he would do that. I'll pray for you tonight. <laughs> I won't stop. <laughs> oh, but he's oh, just so pure. He? He's 10.
1: Yeah, he just turned oh, 10. Oh, wow. Yeah.
2: He's okay. just so pure. And he wants and to be Ray, cool. Ray
1: does a good impression of if he were to be a lawyer, just like, um... Excuse excuse me? Uh objection oh <laughs> He does a couple oh, episodes of Games Overboard though. He's he, he recorded a couple of those with yeah, us. Yeah, he
2: will listen to Games Overboard because No, he, he won't listen. He well won't he listen in the future it. he will. Yeah, like if, he he, will. if they were to look up game like anything, he look up Games Overboard, maybe D D, but he's not really interested in Danger and Dice or D D. He he played He tried it? well he's too young. Yeah. But he loves Games Overboard. He's been on two of the Games Overboard episodes, actually. Yeah. For like mm-hmm. two seconds. But he's
0: so proud. That brings up a question. So you guys play D. Yes. And I know people told you guys that it was because of that that you had it. Right? <laughs> uh-huh, like, you you uh-huh. say Tanic Panic. I mean, Sorry. I know the Ouija. <laughs> <laughs> um, Where's that that is... <laughs> that's a gateway, I get that one, but you don't believe anything about
1: the D&D part, right? No, it's, like, because if you ever play it, or watch someone play it, like, it's literally improv, but with dice, where like, the rule of improv is everything is yes, and dice can say no to you when you say you want to do something, and that's it, like, that's all it is. Uh, okay. so- I'm gonna
2: attack the orc, I roll a one, I fall over my own toes, I hurt myself, <laughs> like, it- no, and okay. we play D&D, and d after everything had happened so there would be like yeah, no possibility. yeah that's true we
1: didn't get into it until oh geez yeah it was like right was after w- when we
2: moved in here things were already happening because mm-hmm. happened when you we were a kid for crying out loud
1: but we only started playing D D yeah. recently too like, yeah
2: over COVID actually yeah that's when we started so oh, like God. oh yeah so only recent yeah So i mentioned the <laughs> word i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i remember one of our first F- my ptsd
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: I remember when we were first playing um I had had Alex cuz he was a newborn and I was holding him like mm-hmm. this and we were playing via Zoom with some friends. Yeah. Cuz before that we just played board games with like our friends on Saturdays instead. Yep. It was just board game Saturday.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> now it's D&D. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I wouldn't no. And the whole like the, if you read Harry Potter you're going into satanism and all that stuff now.
0: Yeah. I don't so that's That was like some of my questions is it's, it's funny how people tie everything to a possession or, you know, anything like that. And it's just, to me, that's not what it is. It's the vulnerability of somebody. And, you know, and I strongly believe in that. And then of course, like, you know, places and locations, it depends on what happened there. And I mean, if you get really into
2: D&D or really into Harry Potter,
0: maybe you want to become like
2: a magician and look into the occult and stuff. So it could be a gateway.
1: Well, that's something The Exorcist said, too. He's like, be careful with horror movies, because, like, if you get to a point where, like, you're just thinking about them all the time and all the time, like, you're making this, like, almost like a mental doorway, you know, allowing things to intrude into your thoughts, right. and so you know there is. I, I just like anything, you know, it's everything has to be in moderation and all that, yeah. Uh and monitored.
2: Well, and what I like to just come to those priests, think about them like the other one. I just wish I knew his name. It was something Ukrainian, but oh <laughs> yeah, I feel like some people are just really connected to that part of the unseen world, and you know, so I feel like maybe that's why maybe attached to me. You know, like maybe I just. Ha- like some kind of a conduit and it was like hey look mm, energy i'm gonna take that you know maybe mm-hmm. um i can see why i attached eli because he was the weakest link i couldn't talk like that made sense to me and sophie was the originally the baby you know like that i'll get but it attacked him like that that priest when he went into eli's room it attacked him yeah you know and i didn't see it but pj doesn't lie like <laughs> can't oh no he's an altar boy he can't <laughs> <laughs> but, but like just to hear how that happened to him and for him to I'm just I was there praying you know like doing the we we're doing a litany of Hail Mary's and whatnot and I had the kids praying I'm like come on guys and we we're there at our prayer station in the dining room and I didn't wasn't showing any fear because I was happy they were there so I was just like oh my god thank god they're here like I was happy yeah but he came over and he's just like I'm sensing a lot of fear from you
1: I'm gonna pull up a picture of father, father Zeta okay keep talking oh our
2: our yeah Dumbledore, but this Ukrainian priest was just like, "Are are you okay? I sense a lot of fear coming from you," and I was surprised because like I wasn't like crying, I wasn't sweating, you know, I was just praying, and I go, "Well, I'm just scared because I can't protect my children," you know, like that's that's right. my biggest thing, as I this fear that I can't protect my kids because you can't protect the things that you can't. I I can't fight it, you know, like when yeah. I? I can pray, obviously, I have a prayer station, I pray all the time, but it's still like trying to attack my kids so but he just sensed that and then when he went into that nursery he got attacked and so for me i feel like there's just some people who are connected to that other side they can just you know you're maybe you're more empathetic whatever it was maybe he was just more Mm -hmm. empathetic Mm -hmm. at that point for me but i just think that's really helpful too so
1: so so when father zeta went public uh he um he uh, on the news. <laughs> yeah he he did a news piece he did a little interview with them he and did. so he tells a couple stories of like the things he experienced and all that uh, how long
2: is it because that's a I mean it's really compelling the video are you sharing your screen now
1: no not right no. now uh you we can we can play it live right now you should share yeah. your screen
2: yeah this is so fascinating to me sure. because like for me it wasn't my house so it's cool <laughs> you're like
0: it's okay it's not mine <laughs> <laughs> the power of you.
2: They always use that always. one. Like
0: the
4: always. The power of a okay, you can hear this, right? Yeah.
3: Well,
2: I can that hear
4: is a scene from the creepy classic movie The Exorcist, about a possessed child. But that is not just the stuff of Hollywood. It also happens in Harrisburg, according to the man whose job it is to chase away evil spirits. Canoeville's amusement park might be its most famous attraction. But Elysburg is home to a lesser-known haunt.
5: It's a monastery.
4: Its (coughs) chaplain is Father John Zeta, (coughs) who says Mass every morning in Latin.
5: It's an experience of holiness, an experience of silence, an experience of union with God.
4: Helping believers find (coughs) God is one part of Zeta's job. Chasing away the devil is another.
5: The bishop said to me, "Um, I have something I'd like to tell you. I'd like you to be my exorcist. That was it.
4: That oh my gosh. was twenty eleven. <laughs> Fifteen Exorcists in America then. There are more than a hundred now. They attend a yearly conference in the US <clears throat> to share tips and trade secrets. Every two years it's off to Rome for the International Conference of Exorcists, endorsed by Pope Francis.
5: The name of the Exorcist is submitted to Rome. It's kept on file in Rome.
4: Have you ever seen a demonic possession?
5: Oh, absolutely. More than one. <laughs>
4: Job one, Zeta says, is ruling out mental illness, which weeds out many claims. But there are rare instances.
5: case where a person was uh, possessed, and it literally took four full-grown men to hold the person down.
4: Another didn't know Latin, but answered Zeta's questions fluently in Latin. Work of the devil, he insists. And then the local girl with seizures.
5: The doctors couldn't figure out what was going on. Tranquilizers were not working. They stepped out to consult. They came back in and found her climbing up the wall, literally, like Spider-Man. In the name of the
4: father. Zeta says the Exorcist movie is fairly accurate, minus the head spinning. The church has guidelines on how to perform exorcisms. There's prayer and ritual. The bishop must approve each case. It burns! The possessed rarely approve.
5: When you sprinkle holy water in a person, (laughs) then they really react. Pretty good clue that this was (laughs) wrong. The notion that there are spirits that can
1: take over our body, personally, that doesn't make sense to me. But it's also really, really fascinating.
4: Any questions? Professor Matthew Sayers teaches religion at Lebanon Valley College. I'll take this thing from Christianity. He was raised Catholic, is now an atheist who doesn't believe in demonic possession but understands why the Vatican does.
1: Having an exorcist in every diocese is literally just having a safety plan in place. Having a fire extinguisher in every sort of hallway in the building. We've got one there just in case something comes up.
4: The ancient art of exorcism is needed in modern times more than ever, according to the Vatican, which says possessions are at an all-time high.
5: Saint Michael the Archangel. At every Mass,
4: Catholics are now praying to Saint Michael the Archangel. Cast into hell, Satan. And all the evil spirits. The prayer specifically asks for protection from the devil. Amen. Have you been face to face with the devil? Oh, yeah. And Zeta says he's never scared because God works through him. And God is stronger than Satan. There's people watching us going to say, this guy's nuts. Thank you.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's like the chillest guy. But if you can imagine, like, that was Zeta. That was not the Ukrainian um, Yeah, there are two priest. of them.
1: It was yeah. him and someone from the Eastern Orthodox yeah. sect. Because um,
2: something that's true, he said in the exorcist, you see it, you never go alone. You always have yeah. a, a second there with yeah. you to keep the prayer going. Um, and they both took turns. Yeah, exorcising. they'd rotate
1: in. Uh, so when one stopped praying, the other one immediately picked it up wherever they left off. They never stopped the entire time. But
2: if you can imagine, you saw Father's Day. Now he uh, <laughs> imagine him like he's Dumbledore. He's dressed up in his Catholic exorcist garb. All the
1: robes, <laughs> all, you know, white, white and gold on top of the black collar and everything.
2: And he, he had to go and bless the outside of the house as part of the ending of the uh, the service. And uh, he didn't have any more holy water because they used up all of their special exorcist holy water on our house. <laughs> and they came in with like with a wine bottle a full. Like it bottle. was a big old thing. Um, so he's like, oh, we can just use incense. That's cool, too. It's actually better for you. We'll use incense. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, because we're Catholic and I (laughs) actually hate incense. Fun fact. Um, but he takes it outside and. Yeah, so we have
1: like, you know, the incense thing and And the is coming up. It's called the sensor sensor. (laughs) I
2: know my words. And he's all in the robes
1: (laughs) and we step out onto the front porch and right across, literally across the street is the fire hall. And every bay door is open with with. Over a hundred people all sitting at folding tables because it's no the I clam know. bake and clam gun, raffle. gun raffle. <laughs> I can't, I can't. And so they all, even like the, the guy working the microphone, they all stop <laughs> and they're like,
3: <laughs> It's <laughs> just them hating the school. And so Hayden.
1: Father Zeta turns to me, with big smile on his face. He goes, Have fun explaining this to the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's
2: funny and then when they're all done like i was i'm not the incense person i'm a eucharistic minister i got jesus but i don't do incense and so they give me the incense thing at the end they go well you need to go put this somewhere and like put it out because it'll it'll burn your house down
3: yeah
2: and i go but what i do with it because like for me like we you know, I take care of the Eucharist. You can't just dump can't it down not. a drain. <laughs> so I'm like, this must be holy. What do I do with it? And the Ukrainian priest like, he's going to put it on the back. Come well, it's fine. <laughs> and I was like, listen. I would
3: have thought the same thing. This is an I, exorcism. I would
2: have the same thing. This
3: is an exorcism. <laughs> oh
2: fun times Wow. and now i have no problem singing in our basement <laughs> when you've been through this yep so let's go back to you. that was a long thing so you are a mom of seven you said i appreciate yeah. i
1: appreciate <laughs> my mom is a child of one of seven
2: um oh, wow. yeah, i come so. from a, a Mess of a family. Yeah. My mom and dad got divorced and my dad remarried twice. Um, His second, well, sorry, his third wife. So the second stepmom that I had, love her. I call her my stepmonster. Shout out to Jen. Different (laughs) Jen. Lots of Jen's in my life. Um, But she has three kids. And so I have three brothers there. And Patrick and I, I love Patrick. And his wife, Alyssa, the best.
1: Oh, they're so great.
2: They gave me two beautiful nieces. Um, and then my mom married my stepdad, Tom. God rest his soul, too. And Tom had four children in a previous marriage. Okay. So I got uh, three brothers and one sister on that side. I got three brothers on my, my dad's side. And so, yeah, that's seven.
1: And two biological <laughs> and brothers. And <then> two
2: biological <laughs> brothers. Oh, it's crazy. So, like, nieces and nephews. I have grand nieces now, too. It's crazy yeah me too yeah.
0: i turned 30 <laughs> one, i was i i'm gonna say i was i was one of six and then about three years ago thank you so much uh 23 and me i found out i have a brother oh, who wow. is eight years, eight years older than me and wow and then about a year after i found him i found out i have a baby sister so now i am one of eight.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh
0: <laughs> but isn't that yeah. wonderful
2: though like I just want family that makes me happy i would love to hear that
0: well it's funny because none of us none of us are full siblings like we're all half siblings Mm -hmm. but it's the personalities and things like that and even the one that we just found about three years ago a lot of stuff he says and the way he looks and things he does are the same as the rest of us and i'm just like how you never (laughs) even knew about us and um my mom the weird story behind him is my mom and his family that adopted him they lived in michigan and my mom came out to california for a better life. She ended up getting pregnant out here and his family came out here and she was like, I can't have another baby. I have three kids. So she gave James up for adoption and um, his family came out here and adopted them. And they literally lived in a town close to each other in Michigan. So I was like, what? You know, yeah. Wow. And him and I were the only two out of all of us that were born out. were born in California. And it was just, it's the the similarities were so crazy. And then oh. my kids, I have my oldest son is twenty. Five, maybe twenty I don't remember right now. Too many numbers to count. <laughs> um <laughs> and then I met my ex, my second ex, and he had three kids as well. So I have Angel, Diana, Seth, and Alex, who are all my older kids, and then we had three kids together. So my babies are at home with me. I call them babies, but they're teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> I have a
2: literal three year old, so just rub it in. <laughs> rub it teenagers in. Are <laughs> teenagers are harder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we found that out with <laughs> sixth grade graduation. Do
2: you have any questions for Jackie?
1: Um, kind of yes, answer. I oh, okay. did. Uh, yes. So about Penhurst first, how'd we do with the medicine? Oh part yes, you other than misstating um,
2: electric shock therapy. Electric,
1: yeah. Uh, other than <laughs> use uh, using the wrong Pen- abbreviation. I there.
2: was reading off of my
0: script. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> but other than that. How'd we do medically?
0: You guys did uh, good. It it you were doing great. It was just it um I think the only thing that that I would say to try and do different when you touch base on especially older medical stuff, is like when you guys were talking about Gettysburg, how that taught us a lot of the sterile or the the more sterile technique. It really didn't. Um really because they still used a lot of the brutal um surgery stuff along, even in Pennhurst. Mm. So as we learn things medically, it's still a very um, Neanderthal way of doing things. Do you think
2: it didn't or they just didn't care?
0: I think that they were not clinically trained. Mm. Um, If you look at it, licensing Mm. boards have not really, they didn't really come into play until like 1927 for doctors. Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's an early phase but what were you monitoring we didn't have the monitoring systems that we do now even today some of the stuff that they do is is still brutal and you're just like why would you do that to somebody but it's how we learn to take care of things yeah um that's why like the the medical profession is always growing and changing and education is always a big thing and as a nurse we have to be we have to re-educate ourselves every two years and prove that we've done something so we're up to times with it to get our license us
3: too (laughs) um
0: so I don't know if you guys have seen on Netflix the, the show about the doctor. Um, he was a surgeon. And I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. But he pretended to be a surgeon. Like he supposedly had passed.
1: Oh, Dr. Board. Death?
0: Yes, that one. Yeah,
1: it's on um <laughs> I watched Peacock. The Good Nurse. I think it's on Peacock. Oh, that's
0: a bad one too. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I learned a lot with that. With it, Christian Slater and Alec Baldwin. They were in it. They, like, they, they they did a movie version of it, or a TV show, doc, like, se- dramatized version.
2: This is on Netflix, too. Um, it's a movie, then, on Netflix, or is it a documentary?
0: It's a documentary. Oh, yeah, um, there's a documentary talking,
1: I saw. I didn't yeah, watch was the documentary. I
0: talking about who started in, like, a, a hospital in Florida. He was supposed to be a surgeon, and he performed all these surgeries, and, like, he would leave the, the sponges in the patient. Yeah. He would, like, perform oh. the surgery in the wrong spot. Oh. He would, all of these things... And right as they started to report him or they were catching on to what he was doing, he would leave the hospital and go to another hospital. Mm-hmm. So that hospital wouldn't report because it looked bad on the hospital. Yep. Just like the yeah. good. So he went to like six or seven different hospitals doing this before he actually was caught because it took two doctors yep. who didn't care if they lost their reputation to actually report this man. And that's what's crazy is like the reporting system is just so jaded.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and so- it costs so much money too. like uh, you mentioned, like, you know, this doctor going to all these different places it's the same thing for teaching no it's gotten better it's not where it needs you but it's gotten better but i remember when i got my first job i was told that i was hired to cover three different people who had all
3: left
2: (laughs) and they didn't explain (laughs) what the left was (laughs) Uh, i found out later that you know one of them did retire um one of them did go to elementary school the other one was helped to get a job elsewhere. Um
1: Doctor Christopher Dunch, by the way. Dunch? Uh, yeah. yeah. sounds like a douche. Yeah, Doctor Death. <laughs>
2: Doctor Douche. Oh, Dunch. Sorry. Yeah um <laughs> but like that's we we have this issue and and it will we used to have a situation education where you would put it into a, help them get a job elsewhere because then it was that school's problem because yeah. they had tenure or you know the union was going to come after you and you did not want to deal with the union because the lawyer fees you couldn't afford it it's still the same way with principals you know yeah i think there's yeah. people are so afraid of litigation in america that they won't do their jobs it's just it's disgusting exactly. and it,
0: well i think I does think it I hurt think it hurts better. your
2: patient it hurts the exactly. students
0: that's an, that's another thing that we've been taught recently. Like um, when I went through nursing school not too long ago, it was you always try to reorientate to the patient to place and time. So if they're in a delusion that they're back 20 years ago, it's no, 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 it's 2023. Mm. And, you know, you're supposed to do that. It aggravates more. So now the new technique is you just sometimes you have to go with the delusion. Just yeah. to get them to calm down. So if a patient is saying, you know, hey, I, I need to leave. I got to go pick up my kids. I got to get on the bus. Okay, well, how about we go get your lunch first and eat? And then we'll yeah, go to we the bus. We got to get your see. shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you work with the delusion. And I think back then they couldn't, they didn't know how to work with the delusion. Mm-hmm, because yeah. um, a lot of us, a lot of the teachings did come from, and now I cannot remember her name, because, but she's like the, the Dorothy, grandmother. Uh, Dorothy uh, Dix? Dorothy. Dorothy, yes. yeah. Her her thought process was. i like, remember have things. To be I <laughs> back up. got a brain. <laughs> they have to be reorientated and they have to know where they're at now. But I had an old man who literally would try to beat the crap out of everybody. Was the sweetest old man. He was a little bit of a pervert, but he was a sweet old man. <laughs> um, he would try to beat the crap out of everybody. And when finally I got somebody in who spoke Korean, they he told me. I have to find my brother. And I was like, what do you mean you have to find your brother? He's not here, Mr. Kim. And he goes, no, he stole my money and my land. I want it back. So he was searching the building oh. for his brother thinking he was back in Korea. So, oh. you know, they're, they're trans transferred into a whole different area, you know? And mm-hmm. it's like, I had a lady who was schizophrenic who would do the same thing. She would just snap and be someplace else. And it's like, okay, where are we today? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: And I just, I feel cause you know we're teachers and we say this all the time, like in our podcast. I feel for people in the medical profession, because you're going through the exact same situation, there aren't enough of us. People left because they retired because of COVID or they died because of COVID. And nobody wants to have that conversation because you want to be on one side of the pendulum, like COVID is or isn't. You know, there's that weird dichotomy in our United States right now. We're fighting over COVID still after three years. Like, just stop. (laughs) Like, who cares? (laughs) Like, we need workers. Shut up. (laughs) But but like we had this huge exodus of teachers because COVID, but also burnout, all those years of being pushed to the limits. And one of my
1: friends just quit. It was her fourth year of teaching and she is no longer a teacher. She's finding another profession
2: and an amazing teacher.
1: Yeah. All the stuff that oh, I've yeah. heard about
2: this teacher. I had a student who came to me. She's a pre-service teacher. And the things that she told about this teacher, I was like, well, am I not good enough? Like, is this, this teacher better than me? But I heard amazing things. And so it breaks my heart. But you can get paid more to do less of their jobs. I'm sure you feel the same way, you know? Same
0: thing with nursing. Yeah. and yeah. With you know, n- nursing right now, it's just horrible.
2: There aren't enough yeah. nurses. There aren't enough doctors. You know, it's it's skeleton staffs. So that, that was an issue before even. I know because I have cousins who are nurses and I've heard about the skeleton staffing and the Twelve to sixteen hour work days sometimes for some of these nurses. Good lord! Um, <clears throat> and putting you guys like go in extra rooms to sleep and then go back to work. Because my one cousin, I'm not gonna say her name on the pod, but she worked. They they have like an extra. It's like a wing where you guys get to sleep at oh, some hospitals.
3: Yeah.
2: Congratulations! Yeah, have, like
0: it's the hospital. The hospitals have that. We don't. That's um, scary. I know our first our first outbreak of COVID. So I I was the director of staff development, which means I educated everybody in the building. But in California, you have to have in a skilled nursing facility, you have to have 40 hours for a DSD, which was me. So I would work my 40 hours. But when we had our first outbreak, somehow we miraculously made it through the first 11 months without having any patients turn up positive, no staff, nothing. We did really, really good. Nice. Um, and it was really sad because we were watching all of our sister facilities fall. And one of them um, was another Alzheimer's dementia unit. They were the very first ones out here, skilled nursing facility that had COVID. So they were all over the news. Um, But when we got it, it took out, I want to say, 46 staff members all at once. So we lost 46 of our staff. Mm. And then mm. our patients, the entire building got sick. We were a 130 bed facility, so the whole building got sick. Because Howard, how do you want me to keep people in a room that wander? You <laughs> no. know? I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. They're not going to wear their mask. They use it as hairbands. They use it as chin guards. They, you know, they're they're Alzheimer's and dementia patients. They don't do it. So it sounds
2: like our students too.
0: Students. Yeah. <laughs> so we had that, and then we lost. We ended up losing 21 patients. Um, they passed because of COVID. But <clears throat> well, they're older too. Crazy. It's well, fine. yeah, and it was. It was insane listening to all of the, the naysayers saying that it wasn't real and it wasn't this. And I'm like, being a nurse working through it, I can tell you 100% it's real. Yeah. And it's terrifying. And it was such a new thing to us that we didn't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Instead of preventing things and and uh, making people comfortable, we were putting out fires. Just reactive. Yeah. 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 It was just, it was all reactive. It was never anything. I did not get to be an experienced nurse. It was. Oh my God, what fire am I putting out next? Please God, just let me make it through the shift without anybody dying. And you've got one patient whose oxygen levels are dropping and this and that coming off of, the day before you worked 18 hours, because you worked a 12 hour shift. And then I actually had to do my real job. So I was working from seven o'clock at night till seven o'clock in the morning as a charge nurse, you know, doing medication and taking care of the floor. And then I would stay over until almost 12 or one o'clock in the afternoon to be the DSD to do things mm-hmm. because that's mm-hmm. how short it was. And then people just started quitting.
2: Oh, yeah. And
0: you know, the, the numbers just dropped even more. And then registry started popping up and paying people out these outrageous amounts of money. And it was like, so now everybody wants to work at registry and it's like, you're not understanding. It's, this is just, it's crippling to everybody. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's crazy. Law teacher, same thing.
2: teacher teachers just left the job because we realized over COVID that we could teach from our houses, you know, mm-hmm. and like do a better job and get paid more. And like, for me, I'm wearing yoga pants right now. Cause you only see the ha- top half usually. <laughs> so like a lot of our friends went online teaching or they wrote novels and, or they got their yeah their masters and stuff so our one friend he actually has his edd he has his doctorate in education he's oh, wow. done he left this, teaching. Was, his this was his last year last year he's done yeah. and he's our age he's going into something else completely so it, wow. it's covid broke a lot of people that i think we got to mm-hmm. we also got to see the world through a, a different lens something that the french like make fun of us for every other country like they'll say we we live so we can like we, we don't live to work like you guys, you know, we work so we can live. So we get to enjoy everything else. Well, like we, we come in at 10 o'clock in the morning, not seven o'clock, you crazy right. person. And we're going to work. And we're going to earn our money in and then we're going to go live our lives. But we like live to work here in America. And so I think we got to see the other side. Like I always make a joke uh, out of everyone in the family right now. We're the only ones who drive into a job every day. Like, out yeah. of all the Haydens. Oh, wow. Everyone else works from home. Like, Laura and Ray work for universities, and they go into their offices.
1: Twice a week.
2: If they have to. If they have to,
1: yeah. Laura has to twice a week. Yeah. Ray can choose, I believe. Yeah.
2: Because a lot of our jobs we can do from home now. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. we can't. You know, you got to go see your yeah. patients and give them shots and check their charts and make sure they're not wandering <laughs> halls. We have to corral children into classrooms and teach them something. <laughs> um But like it's just interesting. Like we're the ones who are still on the front lines of this, you know. Mm-hmm. We I've we've had COVID so many times now that I'm like, yeah, I've already got vaccinated, but I've had COVID too. It's what I'm just done. Like I think I'm at that point. I'm like, I'm burnout. I'm like, I a burnout i am like i do not even care anymore. Like COVID's real. <laughs> I've had it, and I got the vaccine. Yes, and I still got it. Whatever. I, it's real. And I got really sick, all right? Let me just tell you right now, I should have been in the hospital, I got really sick. (laughs) I can tell you it's real, but moving on, get people in our jobs or figure this out. But I think COVID helped people realize, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't Mm want to, you know, like live to work i want to work to live and so a lot of our friends have chosen to live their lives and be happy even if it is a pay cut but most times for teaching it's not (laughs) you can get paid way more to do way less yeah Yeah. if you're a teacher you're doing it because you love your job and you love your students and that's where we're at you know and i'm sure i'm not sure about nurses i've only ever known that nurses make more than me so (laughs) i'm not sure what it
0: is like over in california i think now well the cost of living out here is absolutely Mm -hmm. ridiculous We don't get paid money for Wellhouse. I just enjoy no, it. No, no. Like I said, it
2: was never meant to be like what it is now. I'm actually really happy that it's mm-hmm. listened to. I'm glad people enjoy it, like yeah. you do, obviously. <laughs> I enjoy researching, and I always have lots of ideas. I have a whole thing behind the green screen here of backstories, and I have extra, like, Google Drive documents full of ideas.
1: Yep, so, she does. I've seen them.
2: I'm, I believe it. <laughs> I am very research. Well, I'm an English teacher. I'm very research-driven. But I don't feel like writing on my dissertation. I go,
0: let's look at Eastern State. All right. A little over here. A little over here. I have to tell you, emailing you, thats i intimidates me because you are an English teacher. I'm like, I don't know. You can see my I text. I use the wrong spelling on everything. <laughs> I've <laughs> when,
3: seen her text. Yeah, okay. no.
2: This is when I'm off duty. I am me. Like, it, the texts are awful. Like, even my, my autocorrect makes the THR now because I spell it wrong all the time. It actually, like, autocorrects wrong no yep after school hours it's me okay good Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm sorry I sometimes I look at my students and I go this is horribly written but I don't yeah. have time for this B plus <laughs> no. <laughs> no I'm kidding I fix it
1: but well, before we say goodbye though we have to show the well
2: yeah you do are you gonna pull the lid off no I'm
1: not gonna pull the lid okay no, like, so don't,
2: don't that. do that yeah don't let the booboo no no you no know.
1: but we'll do that before we say